We've got so much to discuss about our football team, about other football teams. Hmm. There's a game in just a couple days. Clint, George is about to take the field again against Ball State. We've already talked to you about things that we need to see. We've reacted to last week's game. We're going to talk about some guys coming back potentially and the impact that they could have. We're going to talk to you about a player on this team and his ceiling and how it could be in the stratosphere of mm. all-time Georgia Bulldogs. we got so much to cover, plus a huge announcement in the third segment, all today on the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And yes, we are talking about a key wide receiver coming back because that man, Kirby, said some things. And mm. when he talks, everybody should listen, including us. And guess what? We did we listen. We did. We had we our sure ears did. perked. And mm. it percolated some things inside of me, what he said. Uh, let's see what I did there. And yeah. so we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about key wide receiver coming back. Also, the SEC had some newsworthy games games of interest games of note mm-hmm. or yep. some things happen some we need to talk about it. the landscape has changed potential future opponents of georgia um experienced some things uh <laughs> experience is one way to put it yeah. daniel and then sure. we're going to talk about kirby not caring but also how high is the ceiling for a bulldog uh, so daniel let's not bury the lead kirby got onto the microphone said a bunch of stuff but mm-hmm. one of the most important thing that That's he right. said was that a number of key contributors are getting healthy for Georgia. Getting healthy. Dejan Edwards looking good. He was he was in a non-contact, but he's still out on the practice still field. Still wearing the knee brace, but he's out there running around. He's out there practicing. Yep. Might go this week. Smile Mondin progressing. Don't know how much we'll see him this week. Obviously played, you know, one or two snaps on, on Saturday. I think we he'll probably still see a limited role. I expect Xavier Sori to get a second start. Yeah, he will. Saturday. But also, also just letting you know, um, you're not somebody that can go ahead and rest for a little bit at inside linebacker because CJ Allen called and he wants your job. We talked about this on Saturday. We talked about this on Monday. CJ Allen, Kirby didn't mince words. He said, um, it's the hardest position in sports to come in as a true freshman and play right away. And yeah. um, what did he do? C.J. Allen went ahead and did it. Okay. He came in and did a thing. So, um, yeah, a lot to be excited about there. Um, but it wasn't – and it wasn't even Lad McConkey that I think – and and I'm going to – this might be a hot take. I'm going to argue Marcus Rosemey coming back more important for Georgia than Lad McConkey coming back, Clint. Ooh, that is a uh, caliente meatball. You're going to have to show your work on that one, Dan. Okay. You're not just going to go up to the right, whiteboard. And I was not good at that in school. I would just, it's, the answer is 11. Okay? That's it. Don't ask. Just Is it 11 or pro- is it not? Trust the process. Um, here's the process. 
I didn't say he was a better player. Lad's a better player. I didn't say he was a better wide receiver, catching the football, better route runner, more explosive, going to score more touchdowns. None of those things are things I said. I say he's more important for Georgia and Georgia's offense coming back. And you go back to Saturday and you look at what we talked about on this pod. You look at what happened on the game film. First two plays of the game really told a story that we have been talking about all week on this podcast, and that is the the physicality in the blocking game was not up to par. It wasn't up to par on the offensive line. It was not up to par on the perimeter. First two no plays of the standards. game, Makai Muse catches a little swing pass, gets blown up in the backfield. Second play of the game, a very similar thing happens with Dylan Bell. Um, yards were not gained when they should have been gained against a no disrespect intended, an inferior opponent. Uh, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that there isn't the the standard of blocking on the perimeter being set by a guy like Marcus Rosemey. Kirby talked about this at length in the presser. It's, it's not just coach speak. It cannot be oversold in, in this offensive system to play for Kirby Smart, to play football at the highest level. You have to be willing to do this. It makes everyone around you better. Now, Marcus Roseman is a good wide receiver in his own right. He can go out yeah. and catch the ball. He can go out and run crisp routes. He can go out and get behind a defense. He can come across the middle. He can be that guy, Clint, that's the intermediate game option that we talked about Carson Beck needing. Carson Beck needs some guys that are willing to not catch a swing pass, nope. not catch a deep ball, nope. but to run 15-yard post and turn turn their head, make a catch, absorb contact from a safety, and get a first down. Marcus Rosemey is your guy if that's what you're looking to do. And yep. so all the skill set that he brings to the table largely largely speaks directly to all of the frustration that we had on Saturday. That's why I say, Clint, most important wide receiver Georgia could get back. Not the best wide receiver, but no. the most important. Yeah, that 10-yard, 15-yard in route, that dig coming behind the second level of the linebackers in between the safety, sucking them up, that's going to go ahead and expose a guy like CJ or like Arian. It's huge and it's critical because if you can't trust that guy catching that ball coming across the middle, nothing's going to help, Daniel. No. You can't open up the passing game. The All tree is shortened. Yeah. The patterns are shortened. Um, I, I'm not going to deny that you might be onto something because it's, again, not the most – uh, in, uh, practically not the best player, not the most skilled, not even the one who's going to be most prolific in this offense, but a piece of the wheel, a cog that mm -hmm. is crucial for the entirety of the offense. It's almost like for a run game, the running backs really important, but sure. left guard, not missing his assignment and getting thrown down by what, the inferior opponents, Daniel, that you said they were by someone that weighs 150 pounds less than him. Yeah. Like, that's not a great look. That's the thing. So uh, I don't disagree with that. Ladd McConkey uh, also reports coming out. He's not going this week. Dave, he's not going to go this week. This is just flat out not going to go. If no. you're not practicing on Tuesday, you're not going to go against Ball State. If this is the national championship game, Ladd McConkey's out there. But this ain't the national championship game. No. It's, it's week two of the 2023 season against Ball State. So, Lad McConkey ain't seeing the field. We talked about it yesterday. Great opportunity for Ra Ra Thomas, for Dominic Lovett. Great opportunity for C.J. Smith. Great opportunity for Makai Muse, for Arian Smith. 
And now for Marcus Roseme, uh, in addition to Dylan Bell, there's so many different guys who Georgia got plenty of options. They don't need Ladd to come back right now, so get healthy. But I would argue they do need Marcus Roseme to come back, and he will be back from his one-game internal suspension. I dare you to ask Kirby about it again. Um, but the the important thing is he's playing this week, Clint. That's exactly right. Hey, we're going to come back after these and talk about what we also noticed about the SEC. But first, these. Daniel, these, these are... Clint, these are, are eBay Motors. Tell people. That's what, the, that's what these are. eBay Motors is the place that you go. You need a new part for the 2004 Honda Accord sitting in your driveway. You need a new rearview mirror. You need new seat covers. You need whatever the part is. It could be a mechanical piece. It could be a cosmetic piece. But you're not sure if it's going to fit. And so you could go to an auto parts store and talk to a 17-year-old kid who has never done anything to a car in his entire life. Um, and he doesn't know if it's going to fit either. Or you can go to a, a different online retailer and you could just blindly choose a part out of the ether. And have it delivered to your house and then see if it fits. Or you can go to eBay Motors. You add your car to the My Garage section. And then once all the specs of your car are loaded up, you just simply choose a part and it will just tell you right then and there, yes, it will fit or no, it will not fit. It is the right parts, the right fit at the right prices. eBay Motors guaranteed fit. It's the only place that you can go where you can be absolutely confident that the parts are going to fit. They're going to be roll priced and they're going to ship directly to your door so that you can get the job done. eBayMotors.com. Right parts, right fit, right prices. eBay guaranteed fit, only available for U.S. customers. eBayMotors.com. Clint, what did we see around the SEC this well, week? Well, we saw I... many. We saw many things. Uh, my eyes were availed to lots of different things, Daniel. Sure. Um, notably, LSU. Yes. Daniel, uh -oh. can we start there? Sure. I, I came on I this podcast. We should. And I said LSU was going to be the SEC championship game against Georgia. Daniel. You basically uh, Peter Burns yourself right into that <laughs> prediction, didn't you? That was By a, the way, Peter Burns, there has never been, like, a, you went hard in the paint for LSU and Brian Kelly. And then Brian Kelly got taken to the woodshed by Mike Norvell. So now real quick, Florida state got them dudes. Daniel talked about it last week on the pod, the wide receiver transfers that came into Florida state. Those are bad, bad men. Daniel Florida state is currently starting Michigan state's best player, South Carolina's best player, and all of the best recruits from the state of Florida on the same team. So it's not bad what no. they're doing. Uh, Travis and he, uh, uh, Travis is a fantastic quarterback. Yeah, Jordan Travis, yeah. Jordan Travis, fantastic quarterback. Th spin the ball, deep ball. So they they are a team. Okay, uh, they're they, great. By team. the way, as we saw from Monday night, they are going to run through the ACC, Daniel. Just <laughs> like, I mean, like it's a tin horn, Clint. Yeah, <laughs> they are going to run through the ACC. It's bad. Yo, Clemson the, is bad. It's it's bad. 
Okay. Let me just cut to the chase and ask you this question. Is LSU going to win the SEC West? Daniel, it's hard-pressed for me to say yes at this point because Alabama is the thing that I said Alabama is going to have a couple close games. And don't get on me for Alabama's offensive explosion. Here's what happens when you face an undisciplined, talentless team against when, when you have an athletic quarterback that is very, very gifted at being Anthony Richardson 2.0. You fumble a snap behind you and you run for a 25, 35-yard touchdown. That sort of stuff happens all the time in those games. Georgia didn't do it. Because uh, Carson Beck ain't going to do that. He's not 6'5", 250, admittedly. Um, Alabama, right. I still got questions about. Their defense, I have no questions about. Their defenses are incredible Zero players. questions. LSU, I have a lot of question marks, not on offense, but on their defense. And the secondary is is depleted, and they have it's, – it's talent void on the it back end, Daniel. It is talentless. The secondary yep. at LSU does not have any talent. And that is insane to say out loud. Um, can Alabama throw the ball? No, Clint. Like, this is the question. Alabama's not FSU. And I don't mean no. they're not as good as FSU, although I do believe that's true. They're not as good as FSU. But that's not what I'm saying that's in a, this moment. That's a crazy statement, by the way. Just think about that for a hot minute. Before the season, if I were to tell you that you were going to say FSU is better than Alabama. I mean, to be clear, look if you look at my preseason wagers, I thought LSU was going to be better than Alabama this season, and I'm unequivocally I'm doubling down on that. But what I mean in this statement is that FSU doesn't do the same types of things that Alabama can do. No, right? The Alabama FSU it looks a lot more like Alabama 2020, yes, than they look like Alabama 2023. Well said. And let me just tell you, Alabama 2020 would have scored 90 points against LSU. But is Jalen Milrow going to score all those points against? Are they going to is they going to line up and just run run the I formation at LSU? Like, is that how they're going to score all those? I, I don't know. This is what I'm saying. So I'm not ready to say LSU is out of the SEC championship game. I'm not ready to say that. They now, backs against the wall, boats are burned. They have no other option. If, if Brian Kelly wants to amass the preseason hype and get back with the quarterback that he has, with the talent that he has, uh, taking the world by, by storm last year uh, and, and repeating that success, he's got to run the table in the SEC West. He could. And, he, and, and he could, okay, admittedly. He could, because this week, Daniel, coming up here, Alabama has a little bit of a problem. A little bit of a tester? They got a problem on their hand. The problem is the defensive line for Texas. That's what Alabama has a hard time with this week, Daniel, because defensive line for Texas is going to manhandle the offensive line. Milrow going to have to prove himself. Oh, Check Man back handle. tomorrow on the locks pod because I believe Clint might just have, I believe Clint might have I, just sprinkled something, a little amuse bouge, if you Ooh. will. Uh, sorry, Gurf, that one was on me. Won't happen again. Um, uh, I I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I noticed. Um. George is going to just continue a tradition that's his, that's. That's unlike any other, which is yeah. beating South Carolina by a hundred points. That's what's going to happen in uh, in about nine days. 
from now. Um, South Carolina is quite bad. The offensive line at South Carolina might be the worst single unit in the SEC. It's not Bar It's none. not that it's bad. It's not that they didn't no. execute. It's not that they aren't they don't have any talent. It's not that what they're not it? coached. It's all of it put together, Daniel. <laughs> it is. Yep. No, no, no. It's they have it no talent. All those they they aren't as skilled. They're not as big. They don't do assignments and they can't be coached well. It is awful. Um Michael is going to end Spencer Rattler's we we said this before the season, career. We said this, this before the season this week. It's not I I cannot wait for it. I'll be totally honest with you. I I cannot wait to see because I don't think Shane Beamer is going to bend the knee this year in the press conference. I don't think like he's 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 a little fiery Shane Beamer now. Well, you he's, saw him he's in the press conference he's this last at, week. He's yelling hot at dogs. the chain gang. He's talking about hot concession stand workers catching strays from Beamer. Wasn't a stray when you point it at the at the that individual. That's not considered a stray. That's true. That's, That's true. Um uh, all right. There's so much you think we can talk about around the SEC. Um interesting to see how the season shapes up. Um Joe Milton did not look good, by the way. I just get that in for Tennessee fans that are listening to the pod because it's their favorite show. Um, Joe Milton did not look good. Nope. Just flat out didn't look good. I know Tennessee scored a billion points, and they won against sure. Virginia. Um, and that's great because I bet on them, and they covered, and it was great. Joe Milton did not look good. He can't make the basic throws, but he could throw it 90 yards from a knee. From a knee? the guy, It starts with a nine. I don't want to say what number it is, but I'll let you I'm going to narrow it down to nine individual numbers for you. And let me just tell you, it starts with a nine. Uh, all right. We've got more to talk about. We're going to talk about a certain safety and whether or not and where he ranks on the all time UGA list right now. Coming up right after these. But before we get into any of that, Clint. Ooh. Let's not this let's is not let's not really, bury the lead further. This is the announcement that we've been dying to share with y'all. Okay. So let's finally let's got get to our it. T's crossed and our I's dotted. By the way, welcome to the 199. We started this podcast way back when. For fans, by fans, that's what the pod is all about. Now, a lot of you have been along this ride for a long time. A lot of you are new to the show. People find the show every day. And if you're here in the third segment, that puts you a part of the elite company that we call the 199. I would say, Clint, our biggest problem with what has happened as a result of this podcast. <laughs> and it's not a problem we ever anticipated because we didn't actually anticipate anyone would ever listen to the show. No, so we, we never thought, we thought that we were going to have family members that we had to reconnect with. We had severed ties to high school friends that we needed to kindle back up again to mm -hmm. beg them to come listen to get into the dozens of views. Um, never thought anybody was going to listen to the show. And so the problem that we ran up against is not only do people listen to the show, but people really connect with the show. A whole community has begun to develop around the show. And our it's big problem is we don't really have a way 
of keeping in touch, of really getting in touch and communicating with the, the loyal third segment listener, the 199. And so I don't know if you know this, Clint, but Twitter is literally falling off the face of the earth. It is it's garbage. It's hot it garbage. is a black hole of nightmares. When we just we tried to launch a simple pick'em league. And Twitter just said, no, you cannot send messages to people anymore. So many of you tried to reach out to us, couldn't reach out to us. And so here's our solution. We've started a, a subtext. If you don't know what subtext is, it's a messaging platform that basically is going to, just to boil it down, it's going to allow you to send text messages directly to us and okay. vice versa. Now, now look, this is, this is a little bit tiger by the tail moment, it's, if you will. Okay. If, if we can. We know what we're inviting here. We understand. Come we talk to Daniel and I as we get news, as we get insights, as we talk to folk, as we get information and then share it with you, as we have our takes and then share it with you. If y'all want in-game stuff during the game that we're seeing that we're talking about, you want a little sneak preview to the overreaction show and you want to get a taste. You ain't getting the full menu because I'm telling you what right now. You can't take the full menu. The full can't menu. Can't do that over text. You can't do that over yes. text. Uh, but we're going to share those insights, those thoughts. What are we seeing? What are we looking at during the game, after the game? Give you news as we get it. We're going to break it down and be the source for you. So this is a, a, a subtext uh, route for you that you're going to go ahead and sign up for. It, the notes, the show notes, as well as the description is going to have a link that you're going to go to and you can sign up for it. A monthly yep. subscription that you can talk directly to Daniel and I. We're going to tell you who it is too, by the way. We're going to sign Clint sign Daniel so that you know who, you, who you're talking to. If you don't want to talk to the Yankee, you want to talk to the Southerner, that's great. If you want a little bit of, of culture and class in your life, go ahead and come this way. I will make give sure, you Make sure you know who's sending you them messages. But it's it's a way you get a free trial to start. Yep. We get it's not going to be for everybody. It, it's it, it's the best way that we, we could come up with for us to really engage. And as Clint said, we're going to use it in a bunch of different ways. We'll keep you updated as how we're going to use it. But you want little pre-show thoughts of things that we're thinking about. You want to send us suggestions, directions, questions, questions that we can directly answer on every show. Uh, that's the best way to do that. Y you want to hear our halftime thoughts. You want People have been asking us to live record during the games. That just doesn't work for us because we have families and kids that love watching the games with us. And so like, we can't give that time up. But what we're doing constantly is texting each other during the games, and we would love to be texting you during the games. And so yep. uh, join subtext.com slash Bulldogs. The link is in the description. Try it free for 14 days. If you like it, stay. If you don't, doesn't matter to us. It's no big deal. But it's a way for us to keep in touch with the 199, and we think it's going to be really fun. So We think so as well. Um, uh, all right, let's talk about the safety Malachi Starks. Our, our buddy Josh, uh, our buddy Brooks Austin, Brooks Austin. said Josh Brooks, yep. uh, which is not who it is, but it no. is it is Brooks Austin. Our buddy Brooks yeah. Austin, who does a fantastic job. I know all Good of you dude. probably Go check already, out the films. You not, know who he is. If you're not following Brooks already, then let me be the one to tell you about him because whoever tells people about Brooks Austin seems like a genius. I think everybody knows about him at this point, but... Uh, it's an it's a layup. He's an easy follow. He's a great he's a great. To, he if is. you've ever listened to a Kirby Smart press conference and heard someone ask an intelligent question, that was Brooks. That was him. That was who that was. Um, uh, our Brooks also put this out on Twitter, and it confused me instantly because he said, "Who's the best safety to ever play at Georgia?" And then he acted like there haven't been any. 
which was confusing. Brooks, I'm not. I'm not in any way trying to infer is a casual. No, but no, 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 no. There's nothing casual about him. No. But a casual might look at a guy like Thomas Davis, who's one of the most successful middle linebackers in NFL history, and think that he is a middle linebacker coming out of Georgia. But he was not, in fact. No. He was a strong safety. He played strong safety all three years at Georgia. And is unequivocally one of the one of the five best defenders to ever play at Georgia. Not only is he the best safety, he is one of the best players. And if you ever make play. a top 50 defensive players in all of college football, Thomas Davis is cracking that top 50. It's it's everything. It's ball skills. It's obviously physicality that is that is second to none. That's through the roof. It's instincts. It's all the things that you saw. And so then the question, though, kind of comes around and comes up. Like, we're looking at a pretty pretty talented safety here at Georgia in the form of Malachi Starks. Kirby mentioned this in the presser. He's nothing like a Thomas Davis or a Bakari Rambo. Or... Do you know why that is, Daniel? Well, he's not He's not the thumper. That's yep. That was Kirby's point. He's not yep. the put your head, like the hard hitter, make you pay. Because again, Bakari Rambo and Thomas Davis, I'm fairly certain, would have restraining orders against them if they played football in today's college football. That is correct. So I'll just put the question directly to you, Clint. How? What's the ceiling for Malachi Starks in terms of all-time safeties at the University of Georgia and why? Let me start with what I think his floor is. Okay. I think his floor is top three safety all-time at Georgia. He's on Mount Rushmore, period. Yes. That's, yeah. that, that's your take. That's my take. My take is... Two games into his sophomore season. Yeah. And you said the floor yeah. for this young man yeah. is put him on Mount Rushmore. Correct. With He's, Sean Jones and sure. Thomas Davis sure. and Lewis Seen. I see. You got to the, the name that I was going to come to. Daniel, he is already, in my mind, better than Lewis Seen. Not more accomplished. I Not more accomplished. He is already better. better than Lewisine. Yes, more talented. All right, show your work. You made me show my work earlier. Let's hear it. The man started as a true freshman and locked down opposite Christopher Smith and not one time in a game, save possibly Missouri, possibly. But he, he redeemed himself in that game. Where you thought he's a liability back there. Now, Lewisine, at times, liability in the secondary. Not all the time and not consistently. But at times was a liability, Daniel. Okay. Okay, so that's that's point one. Point two, Malachi Starks started as a freshman, kept it locked down, high, 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 incredibly high graded safety throughout his entire, so far, year plus two, one game, going to be two games, high rating on run and pass. The guy fills an alley now. This was the part of the game that I was curious about, and now he's done it, Daniel. He has. Yeah, he's done it. He's done the thing where in one game, and yes, it's one game, he's going to have to repeat himself, but I, I, if consistent, he's filling that alley. And if you watch the film, and Brooks did this, credit to him, you see him come down in the run game, read the running back, and mirror the running back. It's like a drill. It, it looks like a stereotypical drill that you 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 choreographed, but it's not yeah. choreographed. 
it's live in action. So the, the talent's there, the read there, the smarts are there. He is in the back end being trusted to set the secondary. Uh, Bullard's not set, set in the secondary. He is, okay? For sure. He's not a liability like Lewisine was at times. He's filling the alley now. And pass coverage, we've already seen him. That was That's what he did a lot last year. That's yeah. where he excels. That's his natural gift. Right. Kirby said he could play corner if he wanted to, which okay. is insane. So that's a check mark. Okay. Yep. Now you're wondering, can he do the other things? And it turns out he can do the other things exceptionally well. He continues this off. And it's going to be hard because Thomas Davis is unlike any safety we have currently and unlike any safety we will ever have again because the game has changed. Okay. Yeah, right. But so it's really hard to compare the two. It is. But he has a shot after after three years of being the best safety Georgia's ever produced. I really That's think a ceiling. I, it you're right. I don't I don't disagree that he has a shot. I don't know that his floor is Mount Rushmore because Georgia's got a lot of really, really good safeties. Like we they do. really do in their history. Um I don't know that his floor is Mount Rushmore, but I do think he will find himself there. My prediction for him is that at the end of his career, he is firmly entrenched on that group of four, the four best safeties to ever play at Georgia. It'll be interesting to watch as we progress through the season. That's it for today. Join us tomorrow for locks. Um, mm. Subscribe to all the platforms. We love you guys. Join the subtext. Try it out for 14 days if you want. Links are in the show notes and descriptions. And we will see you tomorrow for our favorite episode of the week. See you.